Hello, friends and neighbors, and welcome to episode 54 again. <laughs> this is the right one, though. Yeah, due to an <laughs> administration error, but we won't get into that. Friends and neighbors, don't forget to smash that subscribe button. It really helps grow the channel. Also, like and comment. You know, shout out to uh, Big Wild Cat for, for the past three weeks. They've been adding their CFL power ranking, so shout out to them. Benny, where can they find us on the social media? Yeah, you can find us, Ray Benny Sports. Uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, of course, and TikTok. Good old TikTok. And also Big Wildcat, they're giving their takes on their power rankings. It's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. They, they dropped BC hard after that injury, so we'll see. Two to we'll six. See. Two yeah. to six. No, we'll cover BC in a second, but let's go with the CFL matchups in week 12 starting with the thursday night matchup a good one at kennett um ig field <laughs> never a eh? kennett is behind me ig field behind you calgary visiting winnipeg this game kind of makes me nervous who you got who you got i'll tell you why it makes me nervous i agree with the nervousness i do have winnipeg winning this game yeah but the unknown of jake mayer who is starting over bo levi yeah. uh worries me a little bit just because, I mean, there is tape on him, but there's not enough. And, and it was announced pretty late. I know yeah. the Bombers are probably preparing for both anyways. And they, they know Mayer from, you know, past years or whatever. So it'll be interesting. But that's that's the part that worries me. Yeah. Uh, just that unknown. He is an unknown. And at the same time, he brings an element of experience. Yeah. Yes. Like, he beat the Bombers last year. I know, whatever, their top team wasn't out there. But he came in, and he came back in that game, I believe, and won the game. Uh, and at the in the offseason, we talked about, hey, this guy might be the man. They might not re-sign Bo Levi, and then they ended up doing it in the hook. So we'll see. Yeah, and, and Bo, speaking of that, Bo Levi's in his final year of his contract. So unless, unless Mayer uh, completely craps the bed, you know, in the next few weeks or yeah. even in this game, uh, that's probably the end of Bo Levi in Calgary, right? So I expect, a, I expect another close game, even though with the backup quarterback from Calgary starting. I expect mm-hmm. a better bomber team than we've seen over the last few weeks that they played, you know, against Montreal and all that stuff. I, w- I want to see that same team that's played Calgary or BC. Uh, you yeah. know, Claros has played really well against Calgary so far this year. Uh, 585 yards, six touchdowns, no interceptions. But the biggest thing for me has got to be that O-line. That O-line needs to be way better than what it was yeah. against Montreal. Protect Kalaros. Give him time. Um, and let him find his receivers. Yeah. As we Buck know. Pierce. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Buck Pierce needs to figure out how to stop a blitz. That's ridiculous. Because yes. uh, if he can't pick up that extra man, and I don't see why not. Five on the line, four receivers. You have to leave a man in there to help blocking. So they got to figure that out. That can't happen again. If he gets sacked five times, Calgary can win this game. Yeah, for sure. And, and then, like you say, the, the tackles for us too, uh, Bryant um, and Hardrick, uh, they need to be way better, especially Bryant, than they were against Montreal. Yeah. Um, and then you got to get that run game to continue to keep going. Olivier has had the last two games have been pretty good that he, they've played. Uh, he's sitting second right now in rushing yards. Pretty solid. You know, he's behind Morrow, who's out probably for the year anyway. So yeah. they got to keep him going. Um, and the D has to get after Meyer. Absolutely. Calgary's uh, O-line has actually been pretty good. Eight sacks only. Yeah. And, and and QBs have only thrown seven picks altogether too. So those yeah. are both league lows and the Bombers have to change that. The D has to get after them. And they've played the, the Calgary offense pretty well. 
keeping yeah. them mostly out of the end zone. Correct you know. me if I'm wrong. Is Kadeem Carey coming back? Kadeem Carey is back. Ugh, I don't like that. That's, that's another I don't factor like that. That, the that guy is probably the best back in the league. If he's healthy, yeah. we've mentioned this before, he's the best back in the league. Uh, oh, for sure, yeah. That could be trouble. And we know he can gain yards on Winnipeg. He's had his two best games of the year pretty much against Winnipeg, and Winnipeg yeah. has not been able to stop him in either of those. And they couldn't, you know, he, he punched in two touchdowns close to the goal line in the last game. So, mm-hmm. and Malik Henry is also back for Calgary. That's so the Bombers right D is going to have their hands full. Yeah. You know, so Calgary, though, is coming off a short week. You know, so maybe that'll help. They're traveling, new quarterback in there. But, you know, the, the D for Calgary is going to have to step up and keep this game in there and keep Calgary in there. Sean Lemon, man, <laughs> that guy is, uh, he's fourth in the league right now in sacks, six sacks. Yeah. And he Very just underrated. Cracked, like, did he crack the top 10 all time recently yeah. or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And he's just an underrated guy. Like, he's been around forever. And I know he's yeah. done some terrible things or he doesn't have that good past kind of thing, but he's just underrated. Doesn't get enough recognition. And he's, you know, he's just quietly sitting there high up in the uh, sack rankings. Yeah. I'm concerned that if this is a close game, uh, we might feel missing Janarian Grant. If he's not up to playing, he wasn't on the depth chart. So I'm assuming he is not playing. No. Uh, And it's no disrespect uh, to Jamal Parker the rookie out of Kent State. No disrespect at all. Uh, but that's going to hurt on special teams if he's not playing. And that could be a difference maker in this game, actually. Yeah, that's that's a big loss, Grant. I mean, yeah, anytime he touches that ball, there's that, ex- that excitement that he can take it back or have a, even a really good return, right? So yeah, it, it'll be tough. And uh, hopefully Parker can, you know, do part of what Grant can do and, and get the Bombers some good field position. But also losing Greg Ellingson. You know, he's... Weapon. He's out now. He's out on the six-game injured, so he's out for a bit. Time to you know let him get healthy, playoffs, whatever, right? But it's a big loss. And I, and another thing for the Bombers I need to see is more Dembski. Where has Dembski been? Yeah. You know, there's not enough of him so far this year. And that's another thing for Buck that I want to see him use Dembski more as a weapon. Yeah, he never really got into the groove. He missed how many games did Dembski miss? Three, four? Yeah, something like that. Uh, so he's never really gotten to the groove and I do put that more on Buck Pierce than Dembski unless Dembski's not feeling 100%. Yeah. Always a possibility. They won't say. Uh, But we'll see. And I don't think the Bombers are going to lose two in a row at home. That's not going to happen. Especially after the bye? No, that's not going to happen. So despite my nervousness, I also am going to take the Bombers in this matchup. Yep. I'll agree with that. And, And congrats to Mr. Hennessy for winning the Bomber tickets for tomorrow night's matchup. Yeah, for sure. It should be a good one for him uh, entering our Twitter, Facebook uh, contest. So, yeah, congrats to him. Let's move to Hamilton, Toronto. I'm going with Hamilton on this one. I like how they're trending. Yeah. <laughs> this matchup yeah, is really hard to I, pick. I feel like you say that every week. <laughs> yeah, man. This this game is well, just Actually, no, I usually say it after they win. <laughs> but uh, they lost a heartbreaker this last week against Montreal. But they're still making those same the, uh, same mistakes that they're doing every week, right? Yeah. I I am picking Hamilton as well, um, because I oh, don't. So like what the- you John about you picking <laughs> Hamilton as well? Then get out of here, give me trouble. See, <laughs> I have to. This game to me, I can't I can't pick these games. I, I keep getting them wrong. I'll pick I Hamilton. Know. Toronto wins. I'll pick yep. Toronto. Hamilton wins. I can't get these ones, man. So I, I'm gonna go with Hamilton. Um, even though Toronto's at home, I don't I don't I'm done with McLeod Bethel Thompson. Oh. Um, 
and I'm done with almost Dinwiddie's almost getting to the point to me where I'm almost done with him and his offensive play calling and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, the only thing that both these are going to be good in this game. Yeah. So it, it's up to the, it's up to what offense uh, is going to be making the least mistakes. And Schultz actually looked pretty good last week. I don't know Evans apparently is, Evans is practicing, but I don't he's know starting, who's starting. He? I don't know. Is he I starting? Think Evans is starting, and he better have a short hook. But it makes no sense. Ah, I don't know what's going on. You know, you mentioned Ottawa last week being disappointed with all their signings. The past couple of weeks, you mentioned that something's got to be said about Toronto's disappointment in their signings. Uh, of course, Andrew Harris, him being injured. Uh, Jagarry Davis is not playing. Uh, the big acquisition they got from Hamilton, and of course, injured, Brandon though. Banks. Yeah, and Brandon Banks and Harris, those are your, you went to after two older guys, paid them good money. And yeah, you know, Harris, unfortunate injury, but Banks Banks has been non-existent all, all year. Yeah. Um, and to get it going maybe against his old team is probably the time to do it. But I think the biggest factor to me in the fact that Ottawa and Toronto, it's coaching, man. I don't think either of these coaches are ready to be head coaches. Yeah. Um, and Dinwiddie, he just makes way too many mistakes. Um the one good thing for Toronto in this game is that McLeod Bethel Thompson has actually played pretty good against the Hamilton D so far this season. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of yards, a couple of TDs only, but he's, they're decent he's at home. Yeah. They're decent at home. They love BMO. They nah, do. I don't, but I'm still not going to take him. Simone Lawrence him. is also out. He's back on the injured list for six games, too. So. And Braylon Addison's out, and Van Zyl is still out, and I'm still taking Hamilton. I don't know. I don't know. I, when, it, when it comes down to it, it usually, you know, when I have no clue what's going on with these matchups, I'll look at the line, the Battle of the Trenches, because you know I love watching that noise. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just like Hamilton's D-line to dominate Toronto's really weak O-line. I think that'll be the difference maker. Yeah, yeah, and that's for sure. That That is the biggest thing, and that's what came to haunt Toronto last week almost against Calgary, the pressure that McLeod Bethel Thompson was getting into. Uh, and then he started just chucking balls wherever and, and led to that interception for the touchdown. So I yeah. could see that where Hamilton's D line definitely uh, Toronto almost has to almost follow what Montreal did last week in the quick passes if they can, but we know McLeod Bethel Thompson's not a quick no. passer like that or enjoys that stuff. So um, it'll, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll be interesting. I don't know what's going to happen in this game. I'll pick Hamilton too, but good God, I'll probably be wrong. Toronto. Hamilton needs to win his game. A loss, you're now two games back of Toronto, and especially, well, Montreal's on a bye this week, right? So um, they can't lose. They really can't lose, Hamilton. Yeah, we look at these guys who are injured. Uh, we mentioned them already. All across the league, Ellingson. Like, is it just me, or are injuries more of an issue this year than last year when we expected after the year off, oh, people would be getting injured, la, la, la. But it seems like this year the injury bug has been really affecting teams early. Yeah, it seems more prevalent, and then it's it's more named guys, you know, guys that have been around for a while or stars Absolutely. that seem to be going down. Like Lawrence hasn't been, you know, besides his uh, thing with Ryan Bolder earlier in the season, he's he hasn't been healthy for most of the season, and yeah. maybe it's just starting to get to the age with some of these guys, right? Uh, Lawrence, um, Ellingson, you know, all these guys are getting older. A lot of their bodies have taken a lot of hits over the years, so. Harris. It's tougher to get through, though. Harris, yeah, exactly. It's tougher to get through the season. Look at the quarterbacks that have dropped and been Ugh. injured. Pajardo still hurt. Uh, Rourke out, you know. Yeah. It's been a tough year for injuries for sure. Mazzoli, obviously, but Mazzoli yeah. was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was the end of Ottawa. Uh, let's move on to this Rough Rider at Lions matchup. 
you know, we talk about Rourke missing. Huge blow to the CFL. I don't care what people say. He was box office in regards to CFL, which is not really box office. It's rare that players go. It's rare that fans go out to see specific players like they do in the NBA or NFL. But uh, he was getting people excited around the nation. So too bad that he's gone. But I still think BC's going to win. I'm agreeing with you again on that one. I still think BC's going to win Saskatchewan. They're about to oh. implode. They don't They don't have a quarterback that they can even start. They're going back to Fajardo for this one, even though they pulled him pretty early last game. Before halftime. Uh, yeah, before halftime, exactly. You didn't even go into halftime see if you can make some adjustments and let him have a drive after that. You were like, no, we got two minutes left in the half. Let's, let's yank him. But now yeah. we're going back to him. So Just horrible. You got no Jamal Morrow, no Duke Williams. Uh, Shaq Evans, Kyron Moore might be back. Yeah. But – that offense is so disjointed right now. The only, Jason the only, he's doing. the only thing that could help Saskatchewan is if their D can actually pressure Michael O'Connor, who's starting in place of Rourke, and make him make mistakes. The D is going to have to win this game for Saskatchewan. I think they'll, they'll just lean. Up. Butler's playing this week, right? Yeah, yeah. Just lean on him a little more. Lead him with screens. You know, let him run the ball in the gut because he's such a good power runner as well. Just spread that Saskatchewan offense a little so they're not pressuring O'Connor much, and you're fine. O'Connor's, you know, he's not Rourke, without a doubt, but in the limited action we've seen him, he's capable. Yeah, and you still got those amazing receivers, you know, in Absolutely. BC. So it's not like those guys are gone. So they just need to get open, and O'Connor just needs to find those spots. Um, Rourke was quick. Rourke was quick at making his decisions, throwing the ball and, and putting in places. O'Connor's got to be that. Um, Saskatchewan D has a pretty good pass rush. Yeah. So we, we talked about it earlier in the year, and we thought BC wouldn't be very good because of their O-line, right? We'll see if that was because of – and they've actually seemed to be pretty good, but we'll see if that's because of Rourke was pretty quick at getting the ball out or if the O-line is actually good because they're going to need to be really good against his D uh, to keep O'Connor upright. Um, but BC's D is still pretty good. Oh, they so figured I, out I, Saskatchewan. They figured I can't out see Saskatchewan. I, yeah, I can't see Saskatchewan scoring enough in this game to no. uh, to do it. They've scored twenty seven points in their first two meetings. Yeah, twenty seven <laughs> points in two games in a CFL. No, they're they're in trouble. You know this. I mentioned Jason Moss. His offense has not evolved since they played BC. It's like. Uh, Saskatchewan. There's and there's this Marino guy again, man. This guy's getting fined. Uh, Saskatchewan's just a joke right now. It's a almost a garbage fire. Ottawa's a garbage fire. They're like a little fire in some kid's set in in the back lane. There was there was another guy. Uh, I can't. I forgot to write it down the name. Who just got suspended by Saskatchewan uh, for yes. violating the uh, code of conduct? The Saskatchewan code of conduct as well off so, field issues yeah so it, it, it is a, a tire fire um yeah. but a loss here for saskatchewan opens the door for the next game which the elks have a chance to move closer to saskatchewan if they could get a win so let's talk about the elks and their probable win this week against the basement dwelling ottawa red blacks and your boy paul la police <laughs> now what can i say <laughs> I can only see the Elks winning this. There's no situation unless all the Elks get COVID that Ottawa wins. This is like the Hamilton-Toronto one to me. It's just like I can't pick these games right. <laughs> we went with Ottawa last week, right? And they, they imploded and lost. We're yeah. both looking like we're going with the Elks this week. Yes. <laughs> to finally win at home 
uh, and it's in a game here. So I feel like Ottawa is going to end up winning just because we picked this. But Arbuckle's starting. So I, I don't know if that's yeah. going to help Ottawa offense or if Lapo is going to be able to even scheme a good enough offensive game. They, they came out of the bye to play that game and they stunk. How yeah. are they going to be better this week? Is well, quarterback really going to make them better? In regards to Paul Lapo and, and his ability to scheme, we know he can scheme. We've seen him do it with a quarterback who actually takes his time in the pocket and makes the reads. So maybe our buckle will give them a bit of life at the beginning of the game, but not enough to win. No, not enough to win. I don't know. We've seen him scheme, though, as when he's just an OC. It seems like yeah. he has trouble being the OC plus the coach and doing that all at the same time, right? Yeah, but the he's offense struggled. is the number one issue. Yeah, and he's it's struggled. Like and he's supposed is to be really the bad. Genius. Yeah, no. it's, it's offense is the issue right now. So like, maybe Arbuckle with a bit of pocket presence will show some life. He probably will show some life, but not enough to win. Yeah, and he's got to limit the mistakes. He's got no William Powell again this week. Yeah, the rushing game was nine carries for seventeen yards last week as a group. How embarrassing is that? So that's the thing. When Lapo was here, the offense was humming. You know, it's a Lapo's a genius kind of thing. Yeah. But where's that been? And I get it. It's rotating in that quarterback. And Ottawa went out and made a lot of moves, yeah. um, a lot of hype. And everyone is expecting them to have a pretty good season, make the playoffs at least. And who knows from there? No quarterback. No, but no quarterback. Edmonton's, you know, they got no Miney Arsenal's out. They got no running back. They got no running game, really, with Wilder out for the season now. Is Cornelius going to be good enough? We'll see. But I think, you know what, for Elks fans, I hope they finally get that victory at home just because it's been a long time coming and it's been a long time since they've seen a victory. And, and, yeah, you know, I I don't see Lapo surviving. Uh, Maybe he survives the year, but he's definitely probably gone after that. Which sucks. It'll be nice to see Edmonton get a win. They're like a story franchise, and they've had the past a real horrible three, four years, maybe even five. Uh, it, it's too bad it's Chris Jones. I'd rather see Lapo beat Chris Jones, but uh, it's, it's not, not going to happen this week, man. It's not going to happen this week. No, is Ottawa going to win another game? Well, they play some games against the East, right? Like, I don't even. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, uh, could you? Uh, they got to be able to win maybe one more. Against who, though? Who can you see them beating? Hamilton? No. Toronto? No. I mean, they beat Toronto once. Yeah, that's it, though, I think. They're not going to get any better. They need a quarterback. And Paul Lapolis is not going to be there when they get a quarterback. Like, I'm pretty convinced that this team would be much different if they had. Like, the quarterback play in this league is ridiculous. Derek Taylor had a post on Twitter where if you take Caleros out and Rourke out, the rest of the quarterbacks are throwing 70 touchdowns to 73 interceptions. Yeah, and that's terrible, and that's bad for the CFL because you need these quarterbacks, right? That stinks. That stinks. You know, I already seen something today. I can't remember where I saw it, but about Dane Evans possibly being in Ottawa next year kind of thing. And I'm like, so, I don't know. Yeah, and, and that's bad for the league, man. And then it sucks because Mazzoli got hurt because you were expecting to see what he could do. But even before he got hurt, besides those two Bomber games, like he was struggling. They weren't getting touchdowns, really. Yeah. Um, they had a lot of yards against Bombers, but no touchdowns, really. They you know, won, I think, right, in the first game. So uh, Maybe Bo Levi will be PLP's next Caleros. Bo Levi, I doubt he is going to retire 
There's no way there he's going go. out like this. There you go. Go to the nation's capital and win one with Paul Lapolis. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Hey, but he's, there's no way he's going. Like if, if Mayer starts to light it up and has a wicked season to end it, that's the end of Bowley by Calgary. That's not the end of Bowley by the CFL. I can't see him going out like that. Not and I can't that see no teams not offering him a contract to come play. No. Yeah, and if he's still willing to pay, for sure. Edmonton probably would offer him one too. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, oh, that would be so sweet, actually. Hey, Ricky Ray had a second life. Yeah. Ricky Ray had a second life. So yeah, did Claros. Yeah. So you never know. Uh, I love CFL action. Friends and neighbors, don't forget to put your picks in the comments uh, below. Give us a like if you agree with us. If you don't, tell us what's different. Benny, you got a brickhead of the week? I do, and it goes back to the uh, CFL and Garrett Marino. See? Clown, this guy is. <sighs> you know what? I, I, I was thinking, like, do I give him another one? You know, he's just had one a few weeks ago, but I'm just like, first game back. Um, gets fined undisclosed amount for a terrible hit on BC's old lineman in there. Um, didn't get penalized for it, but you watch replay. It's like, okay, man, like, what are you doing? Like you, you talked about the remorse and you talked about, Hey, why do, I'm not going to do this kind of stuff anymore. And then the first game back, you do it. See if I'll drop the ball on this. Saskatchewan's dropping the ball on this. And this guy, and the word thing that worries me the most here coming up is that Saskatchewan is playing Winnipeg in a couple weeks and over two weeks. Uh, you know, and they play him three times to end the season. It's just like, is this guy going to go after Clarles? Is something going to happen to Clarles? Yeah. The, the CFL is going to blow it here if this guy's taking out quarterbacks left and right. Absolutely. Absolutely. If he even tries something, I hope the Bombers beat his ass. I hope Harja gives it hard to him. Yeah. Oh, for what sure. A what a clown. But yeah, Marino, you're my brickhead of the week, man. Yeah, well deserved. Well deserved. What a shame to the Marino name. <laughs> exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's go from brick heads to shout outs. I'm gonna give a shout out to Selkirk's Tegan Purvis, who won her second gold medal and third medal at the 2022 Canada Games at Niagara, Ontario. Uh that's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Two golds and another medal. And this is in the pool. That well, was actually pretty good in the pool. I think yeah. other than a triathlete from East St. Paul. All the other medals are in the pool. So shout out to Team Manitoba at the Canada Games getting medals in the pool. Yeah, right on. Go Bisons. The Bisons, yeah. They got to be. They got to so. be. Yeah. Benny, you got to say anything to the friends out there. Uh, you know what? Uh, thanks a lot for listening. Thanks for entering the contest. Uh, stay tuned because we're probably going to have some more in the uh, future. Uh, don't forget. So follow us. Subscribe. So keep in, keep in touch and uh, have a good week. And to steal the famous words of Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that's it. Another edition of Ray and Benny Talk Sports. Hey, friends and neighbors, don't forget to check us out online on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Ray Benny Sports. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. Leave a like, leave a comment, tell us what you think.